Hi guys, this is Dr. Vinod. I am actually opening this opportunity and I'm so excited to share this opportunity with you because, okay, this is the first time that we're opening up a premium channel magazine. Now, let me tell you something. In today's rapidly evolving landscape, staying ahead means not just adapting to change, but embracing it. Our journey is marked by continuous innovation, a commitment to excellence, and a deep understanding of the challenges and opportunities that lies ahead. Now, as we look to the future, our focus remains on delivering value, forging meaningful connections, right? And making a lasting impact. So together we are shaping a brighter and more sustainable future for all. Now, CJ, what does publicity through well-known magazine, how does that help my business? How does it help amplify my message? Well, let me tell you, at least seven benefits. I'm sure you, most of you already know this, but first, it enhances your credibility. I'm not saying you don't have one. I'm saying you can enhance it, right? Being featured in reputable magazines lends a seal of approval to your business. This external validation from a trusted source can significantly enhance your brand's credibility and authority in your industry. Second, broader reach magazines, especially those with a substantial readership, have a wide and diverse audience. What does that mean? Well, it means that a feature or mention can expose your business to potential customers who might not have discovered you otherwise, right? Extending your reach far beyond your existing network. Three, targeted exposure. Many magazines cater to specific industries, interests, or demographics. So, appearing in such publication ensure that your message reaches a highly targeted audience likely to be interested in your products or services. Number four, elevated brand awareness. That means the visibility gained from magazine publicity can significantly boost your brand awareness. So, as more people learn about your business, the higher the chances of word-of-mouth marketing leading to increased interest and, of course, increase, right? So you're, if you're already working with a funnel uh, sales team, this will elevate that. This will be elevating and enhancing that. Number five, positioning as industry thought leader. Regular features or contributions to industry-related magazine can position your business as a thought leader. Sharing insights, right? Trends, innovation helps build a reputation as a go-to source for valuable information within your sector. Number six, SEO benefits, search engine optimization. So online versions of magazine articles often include backlinks to your website, which can improve your search engine ranking. This digital footprint not only enhances your visibility, but also drives organic traffic to your site. What does that mean? Well, I'm gonna ask for your social links. That means someone else is talking to your website. Someone is talking about you from their website to your website, basically bringing you brand awareness, okay? It's a popularity contest when it comes to SEO. The more you're mentioned, the popular you get, right? That's the whole entire backbone of SEO. Number seven, and the last thing that I want to talk about and really important is storytelling opportunity. What does that mean, CJ? Well, magazines offer a platform to tell your brand story in a more detailed and engaging way. 
This storytelling can connect emotionally with readers, creating a lasting impression, and of course, fostering brand loyalty, right? Those are the benefits. Now, let me tell you something. There, okay, so it's one for all. You can't pick one and two or three. It's pretty much I'm offering it. This is the first time I'm offering five magazines at the same time. This one is Ospreneur. Ospreneur is a popular um, Australian magazine. And Ospreneur basically is one of the industry's leading news website that reports on everything related to the business or startup sector worldwide. So if you are an entrepreneur, gigpreneur, solopreneur, or business as a startup, right, we can ensure that every business is covered by us, an Ospreneur. So you're probably thinking, well, what's the SEO? What's the um, popularity? How many people are reading them? They didn't really tell us how many people who are reading them. But um, in case, let me see if I have that sheet in terms of traffic. Um, they have over hundreds of thousands of traffic in their, in their magazines right now. Okay. The second one, which I was featured, was Mentors Collective. It actually helped me build more uh, sustainable relationship and also build my credibility when it comes to publicity or being highlighted as a podcaster. And this one, Mentors Collective, is doing news, uh, business, and self-growth, right? And they highlight a whole bunch of people in here and a whole bunch of businesses and big organization. But always, when I look at magazines, I always look at the about. I also want to look at their story, like who's doing that. The founder of Mentors Collective is actually Dr. Jay Fieldman. It's a, he's a DO. He also runs a podcast that's created for uh, specifically, okay, for healthcare and entrepreneurs um, in his field so that they can actually get the wisdom of world's most accomplished people. And you will be highlighted here amongst other people as well. Um, they have free membership, right? They have also... Um, podcast that you can be in it you can actually apply for becoming a contributor as well and i will be able to highlight you in this magazine mentors collective have hundreds of thousands of uh, followers as well and also like i said they have news business and self-growth and of course podcasts where you need to be the third magazine is called digital journal and i always look at their about this is actually amazing because they are an international magazine they have 25 years in publishing millions of people and they are doing world tech and science social media business entertainment live sports and literally they have 700,000 articles per month okay millions of people are attracting them as readers they actually just said that um, they didn't give us a specific millions but there are millions of people think about it 25 years in publishing and they're still here they started back in 1998, and then, of course, they launched a printed publication called Journals. I'm sure you've seen them. These are the founder and CEO. And then he's been on Morning, Good Morning America, right? So he's been also on 48 Hours in there. Um, it was on YouTube. He met so many amazing people. And this is the owner of that magazine, okay? So this is the third magazine called Digital Journal. The fourth magazine is called Disrupt. Disrupt has 3 million, okay, 3 million followers and readership. 
and basically they want you to be a contributor. You can log in. Um, you can read on latest articles that they have if you wanted to be a contributor. And if you click on latest articles, your feature will be um, in here somewhere when it comes to when it's going to come out. And they have a variety of topics. Again, it is all about, um, it's on Puerto Rico, by the way. They also have a podcast. There's also talking more about business and technology and also sports, right? And again, they have about 3 million readers on here. Now, the last but not the least is Medium. And Medium has 100 million readers. It says right there. Um, right there. Over 100 million of people connect and share their wisdom on Medium. So you'll get a reach of 100 million people really looking at this um, in their readership. Will you get 100 million reading your features? Maybe not. But think about it. Where can you find 100 million people to get you the possibility of reading that, right? It is up to us and it's up to you to actually get the buzz, to, to be aware that this is where you live. And this is building your credibility. So with that in mind, these are the five magazines. This ends actually December, I'm sorry, February 29th. Uh, in two weeks, this is done. There is no more of uh, five magazine highlights. This is, I'm creating it and crafting it specifically for my people from Level Up Academy. So let me know if you have any questions. Uh, in terms of the how much I am um, going to negotiate your rate, uh, right now, I think it's $3,000 for all five. Um, I'm trying to negotiate it to $1,200. <laughs> so let's see if I can get it $1,200 for all five magazines for you. Um, let me know. And I have, um, I'm waiting for the approval in about an hour. And I should be able to get that because I am leverage, leveraging my YouTube, which has 42,000 subscribers. And this should work out for us when it comes to credibility. So I will see you soon. Hopefully you'll be able to take advantage of this once in a lifetime five magazines at the same time of amplifying your message. Let me know and I will talk to you soon. Remember, you can reach me at lua by That is my website. Or you can email me lua at levelup by doclean.com. All right, see you soon. Leland, are you ready to party today? Let's go.
Are you a curious student, eager to learn new skills and make your mark in the world? Or are you a professional seeking to advance your career and unlock your full potential? You need to be equipped with effective soft skills like communication, problem solving, teamwork, and more. The Level Up Academy by Doc Leland bridges the gap between education and employment through transferable skills training. Get the soft skills you need to be more effective at work. I'm on my own, Hello. You're like, whoa, early. Stop the energy. I can't help myself. You know that? Okay, I gotta stop. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Me and my crazy self. Listen, it's middle of the week. It is raining outside my house. craziness in the air <laughs> you gotta laugh it off but today's topic is about steps for leaders to foster team cohesion here's the thing if you are a founder and you are a ceo of your company that means you're a leader stop bossing people around if you can't do the work yourself you create a team because you're actually giving your weakness because that's not your strength. But as a leader, you need to know where you're going. And I beg you to be heart-centered. People over profit. Here's another thing. At the end of the day, when you make a decision, whether it's for your company, for your family, for your friendship, you have to think, is what I'm about to do and decide is for the people or is it a selfish thing that you're trying to do for yourself? You also have to look. Some of your friends are on, they look like sheep, but they're really wolves. You got to see, okay? Um, I see it every day. What I can tell you is don't let negativity push you all the way. I'm here. You might not know me, but my name is Dr. Constance Leland. I want that name to be surrounded with people who really, truly cares about other people. Profit is going to happen. We're all also money driven. So if you burn money and we don't have to be, you know, we're stripped with money. What does that get you? Is your friends going to stay with you because you don't have money? Or are they going to stay away from you because they can't leech on you anymore? Think before you do things, because sometimes people are whispering in your ear. That's not good, a friend. If they're talking crap about other people, you know they're going to be talking crap about you too. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So for those friends, okay, there's a difference between venting and there's a difference between gossiping. This is, has to do with business leaders. 
hey, business leaders, you need to surround yourself with board of directors who are for you and for your company and not about gossiping about other people. Business leaders has to foster team cohesion. You need peace. You need harmony in the group, right? You need to step up your game, get some backbones, read some books, join our conversation. <laughs> so now my dream of being at the Netflix of education is coming closer and closer. And this is going to be called to level up circle TV. And the reason that I said circle and they're like, CJ, out of all the shape, why circle? Because earth is a circle. And in my circle of friends and in my tribe, everyone has a say. Everyone has opinions um, respectfully. I agree to disagree. Everyone that I have in my team, I have no problem having you in my team. If you get out of line, I will also tell you that you're getting out of line. Um, I'm very direct when it comes to that. But I'm also not going to be the type of person unless you royally just bombed it. And I see that you're just all in it for vanity, then you're out. Uh, I don't want to surround myself with people who are all about just the money and all this glamour. And it's not about that. We are creating impact. We are creating legacies. Okay. And so that is my goal. So anybody in my circle, that is what we are doing. The minute I see you step out of that line of that circle for everyone, I definitely will have a talk with you and said, hey, come back to the circle. You got lost, right? Um, but if I, if you consistently just get in your bad ways of showing yourself as the wolf instead of a sheep, definitely out of the circle. But I want to create a circle where we are about impact and legacies. There's so many issues in the world right now that we need to help and have ideas and solutions. We can name them and list them. What are we doing? What are we doing as a community to make sure our circle stays strong and it is for the positive and it is for that through stories, through books, right? Through meetings, through summits, through everything. So we're, um, are you guys ready for my friend Val? <gasps> I hope so because I am, right? So let me, let me tell you something. So Valerie actually is a very distinguished Toastmaster, okay, with an extensive background as a transformational leader, change agent, employee engagement champion. She's also a speaker, one of my Global Speaker Summit uh, as well, and lifelong learner. Valerie is a subject matter expert, SME, or SME, around the future of work to help individuals and businesses by sharing upward trends found in research to apply action to the knowledge share and to become a marketable talent and company in the future. So what she does, she enjoys the most is growing with her within her strengths and also leading others and being the person for up-to-date leadership knowledge. And Valerie is the change agent for the world to see. There's actually more to Valerie than, than you are imagining right now based on what I just read, right? There's more to it. But why am I going to talk about Valerie when Valerie's here? Hello? Like, hello. Are you guys ready? <laughs> hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great on this rainy day, but you know, I don't care about the rain. I'm always happy. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> listen, 
that means God's telling us, hey, we need a little rain because we need a little green grass because mine's dead right now for sure. <laughs> right? The first question really um, is to get to know who you are. My Wednesday live usually is to get to know who you are. And so that people who are who's hiring or who wants to hire, and even if you think you're not hiring, you need to hire Val. That's for sure. But this is my first question to you, just to get to know you a bit. Think back 20 years ago and, and find within your timeline some of the significant changes in your life that got you here where you are today with me. Wow, that's amazing. And 20 years ago, it was... And that year is when I went to France in January with Columbia College, and I was alumni. Now, I wasn't a student. And what happened was, is that I had on my one to 10-year goal is to go to France and to go to a music booking conference. And when I went to go visit a professor at Columbia College, I walked into the elevator and guess what? When the doors closed, it said, we're looking for 12 students to go to France to a booking conference. Now, you know, I was excited. I was jumping up and down. I said, this is on my bucket list to do. So I end up being selected, even though I was alumni, I ended up going to France. That changed my whole life. You know why? Because it set me up to be a global thinker and not just being one-sided in the music business. And uh, I know people saying music. Well, I have a master's in music and I play the flute, but I always love business. I love business. I love having a global mindset. And that's what set me up for that. And that's the reason why I mentioned it. I'm glad you said 20 years. And then from then on, I start just researching about business, how to do business with corporations, and then even setting up my own business. Uh, I had two uh, businesses in music. I taught flutes, and I also performed it. And so it was great to have those collaborations with different organizations and individuals. And then, wow, I went into working in finance and somehow got into HR and did not know that HR was leadership. And HR, you know, a lot of people look at HR as administration and paperwork. That's not it. It's all about influence. It's all about the employees and, of course, the business as well. And I just start growing. And then I started Toastmasters, you know, becoming that leader of influence and mentoring individuals and becoming a better speaker. Now, communication is not just communicating. It's also about listening. I had to learn that early in my membership, but I learned it from one person, my mother. I love to talk. I like to cut people off because I get excited. And there's one question my mother asked me. She said, does Toastmasters teach you how to listen? I'm like, oh my God, listen. And it hurt my heart, Dr. CJ. And so I went and got my competent leader manual. And I looked at the first chapter and guess what? The project was about listening. And as leaders, we have to learn how to listen because we'll miss out on opportunities 
of what the other person is talking about. We see this in meetings. People are constantly being cut off and it's so wrong. And I just gradually just kept growing in Toastmasters until I became a district leader. And then I took on a role as a PR manager that I was appointed to, and I had to build a team from the ground up. Never did that before. I just rolled up my sleeves. My family looked at me and said, are you crazy? You're not getting paid for it. It wasn't about getting paid. It was about getting the experience on how to build a department, how to bring in processes and bring in people that can bring impact to the district. And that's what I'm all about. I'm all about leveling up, like you say, learning, collaborating with people, bringing impact and making people first. And that's what makes me an employee engagement champion. Every corporation that I work for, I'm always empowering employees to learn, to be that lifelong learner. Don't be lazy. If you've got downtime, pick a course. <laughs> Don't pick be lazy. That's how you have to do it. And from there, it's just, uh, just keep growing. That's all I keep saying to people is that if you want to get anywhere in this life, especially this new future of work, everything is changing at a fast pace. You have to be up to date on your skills. No one's going to give it to you. Your manager's not going to give it to you. You have to own it. And now I'm at a point in my life is that I own it. I said, get away from those boxes, be yourself, forget the imposter syndrome. If you have a skill that can help a corporation, you're going to have to let your manager know, or you just got to get out there and let people know who you are. I love it. I love what you're saying about listening. I am going to ask you, you know, in terms of leadership, right? Let's talk about mm -hmm. what is going on in today's leadership landscape. Yeah, so I can't, I can't speak for all leaders, but I can say this, that there is a shift in today's future work. And a lot of our leaders are still working, I'll say, just in the mindset of 2019 before the pandemic. And when the pandemic started, you know, we were all about resilience and, you know, making people feel better. Uh, however, when 2022 came, they're slipping back into the old ways and how they talk to their employees. They're not as nice. Um, there's a lot of layoffs going on. A lot of employees are working more with less they're expecting so much more for these employees to get their job done. And, and to me, there's not enough initiatives being set. You know, you have to set the tone as a leader. How are you going to listen better to your employees? Not just on one-on-ones, but as a team. You know, you have to set some kind of tone of collaboration, co-creation, and how we communicate. We have five generations working together. We're all different. And as a leader, I know that they have a lot of pressure on them, but however, the communications have to start now. And if they don't know how to do it, they need to either reach out to the HR business partner. If they don't have that structure, they need to reach out to a people officer 
in HR because it's much needed. I would rather for a leader to start having these conversations with other leaders on how they can set this employee engagement within the corporation to build a great culture. If we want to have this slogan, the greatest place to work, you got to walk the walk and talk the talk. So this is what's going on is this lack of communication and lack of understanding of the new future work landscape. That's where the problem is. Okay. I'm going to add to that. I think it is definitely lack of communication, but I think the scarcity mindset is real. Mm -hmm. Right. Part of the problem is that people think that money is scarce. It's so hard to make. Yes, it is. It is really hard to hustle. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Here's the thing. You have to think, forget your title, forget what you're doing at work, forget everything. Just, just center yourself like who you are right now and look yourself in the mirror. How do you want people to treat you? Yes. How do you want people to lead you? How do you want people to talk to you? How do you want people to see you? Write it down. Forget thinking. Write it down so you can reflect on all that questions. The answer to your question is how you should lead other people. If you want to be treated like crap, then go ahead. Treat people like crap. Boss them around. See where that goes. Right? If you want people to communicate with you in a nice tone and be compassionate, are you compassionate to them? Because remember, in life, it's a circle, right? What comes around goes around, comes around goes around. Today, you're high. Tomorrow, you'd be low. It's a life. But the people that you stomp on today is going to be the people that be on top. And it will be too late because they already don't trust you. You made a stupid decision. Yes, it's a stupid decision because you didn't look at yourself. You want to be treated like crap? Treat them like crap. But don't expect people to be so kind to you when you're not nice. Exactly. Right? I mean, yeah, people are like, oh my God, so-and-so did this. Okay, but what did you do? That's what I always tell my children. Mom, dad, dad. I'm like, okay, calm down <laughs> for a minute. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, they just did that because you didn't do anything. Come on. What did you do? Right? And they're like, exactly. well, I'm like, okay. So basically, it went out of hand and you finished it, but you didn't start it. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, there you go. At least the truth is there. Somewhere in between, Right? Um, yep. And that is something that I want people to to realize. Um, let me ask you this next question. What role does empathy play in your leadership philosophy? And how do you foster a culture of empathy in any organization? Yeah, so that's where communication comes in at. Um, you have to set the tone. Um, it's, first, it has to start with you as a leader. How do you treat yourself? Do you have self-care? You know, do you take that time and that moment to have some downtime to learn new things? And are you good to yourself? I always ask a leader, are you good to yourself? 
Because if you're not good to yourself, you don't have, you're not empathetic about your own self, how are you going to be empathetic about others? You see? And when people see that you are, um, I will say, cordial, you're listening, uh, you have a certain human-centric uh, human about yourself, it's putting people first. Especially when you're in your meetings, how do you set the tone, your agenda? Do you have everybody catty, everybody jumping over each other? You see that all the time in the meeting. Or are you a leader who walks in, who has an agenda, who has this thing where we have integrity, we have respect when everybody is at the table? Because when everybody's at the table, they should have that opportunity to bring their ideas and be respected when they're done speaking. That's empathy. Empathy is when you're looking at a coworker who is totally burnt out and you say, step away from the desk, let's go for a walk. That's empathy because you recognize that something's going on with your direct report. That's empathy. And then when you become that leader that's talked about around the corporation, I want to work for that person. Because why? Trust. Trust is everything when it comes between a leader and an employee. And when you can gain that trust and that loyalty from your team, you're doing something. And empathy is just something that needs to be talked about in corporations. It need to be on your intranets. It need to be in your DEI initiatives because people want to have a sense of belonging when they're working for your corporation. Well, yes. the sense of belonging is so important. We all crave it, right? You're like, I don't want to belong in the group. <laughs> but then you're still looking for one. Um, we're talking about a lot of leadership here and a lot of business leaders today, like Meta, you know, got rid of 13,000 employees, right? And where's the compassion in that really, right? So my next question is what must leaders do to lead others? It must do to lead others is that first they got to lead themselves, Yes, they have to lead themselves. We hear that all the time. If you don't know how to lead yourself, how can you lead others? That's the most important thing. Once you know how to lead others, you want to take people where you've been. Never take people where you've never been because it, it will come off as, oh, they really don't know what they're doing. We want to elevate people to learn, to upskill, we want people to be in the right role that they're in. That's what leading is. Watching the people that you're working with, what impact can they bring to the corporation? That's a leader. When you're not looking at the individuals on your team, on where their strengths are, I don't focus on weakness because I can find somebody who can do that. But look at their strengths and put them in areas where they have autonomy. That's leadership. When you tell your team, I want you to own it. I want you to have autonomy. I want you to take this project and I want you to lead it. When you take away from your team and you see that that individual 
has this capacity of doing this project and you take it away from them, that's not a leader. I don't know what you call it, but all I know is, is that you need to empower people, inspire them, engage in them. Because when you do that, that will bring the attrition down. You'll get to retain all your great talent. And then they'll be coming to you as a leader, especially from HR. And they said, how are you keeping these people on the team? Because you're empowering them. That's what a leader does. You don't manage people. You don't need to manage them because they are adults. So what you want to do is, as a leader, ask yourself, how will you empower your team? How will you influence your team to grow with you? You're, you're together. It's not a separate entity. This is what I'm seeing. Teams over here, leaders over here. You need to come together. And that's where you got collaboration, co-creation, and communication. If you can remember those three things, that's what's going to make you a great leader. Thank you, Dr. Oh. CJ, for asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing. You know, people always say, yeah, I can do this and I can do that. And I'm glad that you mentioned managers and leaders because there is a difference. When I teach leadership class, I say, if you're asking your people to jump, are you going to jump? They're like, um, of course. I'm like, what's the hesitation? Right? Because that hesitation kills. You have a moment and a second to make a decision. If they, If your people know that you hesitated, then why would they jump? You should be the first exactly. person to jump. There shouldn't be a question anymore, right? And so exactly. I love what you said when you said, yes, don't ask people to do something that you've never been there before because they won't trust you. And you're right, right? But sometimes also as a leader, there are things that you have never done before. And that's why you have collaborators because you're going to collaborate with people, right? And your weakness, I think so long as you are transparent in your weakness and said, Valerie, sis, I haven't done this before. I can do this, this, and this, definitely not that, right? Like my husband, That's he can great. drive fast. He loves fast cars, okay? He, he used to do <laughs> the driving fast car thing. I will vomit on you if you drive fast. <laughs> I'm a grandma driver, just saying. I had a 600 horsepower car. I will never drive it to that capacity. I just like to have it. That doesn't mean I will use it. But if I need to use right. it, I can, right? It's the same thing. It's like, just because you have all that power doesn't mean you should use all of it. It should be an appropriate time. And you should actually use your power to empower people, like you said, and influence yes. what they need to do to empower them. And I have been so blessed, surrounded with people like you to actually say, my next question to you is, you know, the new buzzword, employee engagement, what is that all about? Yes. So it's all about how do we retain our great talents? We all heard the buzzword of quiet quitting. People are leaving corporations because they don't feel valued. 
You know, a lot of people say, oh, they left because they're not getting paid enough. No, mm -mm. everything is changing. People want to be valued. They want to know what am I becoming here? If you're just a metric, a number, and you're not your skills, you're not your strengths, guess what? You're just showing up, going to meetings, just doing projects, and you're not feeling valued. And so where are you going to go? One thing I love what Joel Osteen said. He said, go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. When I heard that, I said, now that is Ooh. powerful. You know, who wants to work for a company that's constantly dragging you in the ground? Or you have this manager who's a micromanager. How can you micromanage a talent that's so great? And then you look up, you come out of your meeting, everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. Now, I'm going to tell you, it can happen. Now, I'm, I'm just saying this. Because you have to have a job, you know, before you leave. But there are some people who will not stay. They will leave without a job for their sanity. And this is why corporations have to really think about, okay, we need to have employee engagement so we can engage in our talent. And that could be a couple things. That is, okay, what do the employee need? Now, you can get this through a Google form, or you can have what we called some kind of group where you can bring them all together, where you can actually see them either on Zoom or in person. It's nothing like actually seeing your talent, a selective, not seeing the whole company, <laughs> but have a selective group and just ask questions. What do you need? Don't assume they want what you want. Ask the question, what do you need? That's the first thing. And then two, are we developing our employees? See, growth is everything. See, we want to make money, but we don't want to grow our talent. With AI happening, a lot of people are scared of change. They're afraid of losing their jobs. So we have to have something in place to let our employees know, hey, we got you. We want to grow you. We know change is here. These are the initiatives that we, we heard your voice. These are the initiatives that are coming out. How do you think that's going to make your corporate stand out with your competition? It's going to make you look great because one, your employees, one employee knows 100 people. Remember that. And if you treat one person fine, it's going to get around the world. Now, I'm not talking about nationwide. I'm talking about around the world because we got social media. Okay. So if you're going to be hiring soon, you're treating them fine. They're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to tell their friends. And then you don't have to worry about the money. The money is going to come because the productivity is going to come from the employees that you set the initiatives for. So that is the reason why employee engagement should be an initiative for all corporations from small to multinational. It needs to be spread abroad. Leaders have to rise up and they're going to have to set the tone for the culture and then your employees will follow and they will handle it from there. Because all the employees are waiting for 
is for you to rise up and step up with these initiatives so they can run with it. Yeah. So this is great. And I love that. You're right, because I have done statistics studies on research with (laughs) engagement, but also how do you get customers (laughs) in your business, right? (laughs) It's actually words of mouth. People will talk about you, good or bad, indifferent, the bad, the ugly. I know, I think that's a movie, the bad and the ugly. Anyhow, um, people will talk about you behind your back, in front of you, on the side of you, right? (laughs) They will always talk about you, whether it's good or bad and what you're doing. But if you're consistent, see, this is what my thing is. Your social media says one thing, but then your action says another. I'm watching you. That's what I always say. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Like, right. listen, right? Don't exactly. treat people who can help you elevate where you need. I'm watching you for impact. I'm watching you for legacy because I want to leave this world better than I came in. I'm a one person. I know. I get this. <laughs> I get it. I see it. Okay. I'm an only child for God's sake. I'm reminded of everything that I don't have a brothers and sisters. No, no. I have brothers and sisters all over the world. Thank you very much. Right. I do. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing how we create our own family because our, some of our family that we might have, we might not be happy with, right? We are born with them. So mm, you can't change them. But the family you create is your own. And you want to yes. create a tribe of belonging where you, like you said, not tolerated, but accepted and elevated and influenced, right? And I said, I'm the last person that you're going to mess around with because let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I'm an only child. I get petty. I get petty. <laughs> okay, I get two-year-old. Don't mess around with me. Just mess around with somebody else. Fine. Just don't mess around with my friends either. <laughs> because exactly. Don't mess around with people I care about. I got their backs. I see you. I hear you. Right. And here's the thing with people. They only latch onto people they think they can get something out of. They only latch onto people when they can use you and abuse mm-hmm. you and you let that happen. Listen, if your gut feeling tells you there's something wrong, that means there's something wrong. <laughs> like, listen yes. to yourself. Business leaders, if you feel that your employee is talking behind your back in a negative way, talk to them individually. How are you feeling today? Have a conversation not about how many sales did you do today? Valerie, how many employees did you talk today? Right? (laughs) Just say, hey, Val, how are you feeling today? What can I do to help you today on any of your projects? Is there a project that you would like to initiate? Right? Ask your people. I bet you they have full of ideas that they want to do with your company, but you're not letting them grow. Growing doesn't mean you got to put them in college. (laughs) Growing means empowering them on what their capabilities are. Some of you, I know who you are. You know who you are. You have homework. It's going to be due soon. Okay. (laughs) Like I'm collecting (laughs) the homework. And if I give you homework, you should just be lucky because I see potential that you can do something in the world. That means I see potential in you, that you can get that money that you need based on helping other people, right? Money will come, like Val said, because you are heart-centered. And I always push heart-centered people. It's because I see potential. 
And we, 100 years from now, Val, we're never going to be remembered. But if YouTube stays here, you will always be remembered. Yes. Right? So my last question, I can't believe we're ending already. I'm kind of no. conversation. Um, this is always my last question. Okay. And take a moment to really answer this. Because your great, 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 great can see this, okay? <laughs> if this is your last day today on this earth, what would be your parting message to your current and future families in terms of living life, legacy, and impact? Oh, my God. The first thing I will, before I leave this earth, I want you to be your authentic self. Is the, the saddest thing for an individual to do is to put themselves in a box and hide and never shine their light. Everyone has a gift or gifts that they need to share with the world. And and not to, how can I say this? Because you know, to me, it's, it's dear to me. Because a lot of people are trained to put you in a box. And you have so many things to give to the world. And I want you to have that global mindset. I want you to have that global mindset to a point where you connect with people. I love people. I love learning. Never stop learning. And to shine the light on the gifts that you have and don't be ashamed of them. If people say, oh, who do you think you are? You say your name. Say your name because that's who you are. And I just believe that you need to leave a legacy. I want you to remember this from the late Dr. Miles Monroe. And this is what I will tell my future family in a video is that when you die with your gifts, and you never created anything to show for, Dr. Miles Monroe said, you are a thief. You are a thief because he said, it's not fair that you die and all your gifts go with you in the cemetery. That's the richest place in the world because a lot of people never brought their gifts to fruition, to share in a book, in a movie, in anything that you know that you can create right now, that you can share with humanity, that you can bring impact even when you're gone. Dr. Miles Monroe is still bringing impact and him and his wife have been gone since I believe it's 2014. You know, he brought impact and I want my family and my friends to have impact as well. Show your gifts, don't die with them. I love it. Okay, you just gave me an idea. You see those Facebook, like they have this video and you're like, oh, what's the drama, right? And you watch right? it for five minutes. Yeah. I think we should have our own studio uh, wherever you guys are and submit your five-minute video. Huh? About leaders, like how should they act in the, you know, like act it out in a, in a movie kind of form, in a video movie, and said, Valerie, you'll be like, excuse me, like bossing around people. And then there's this employee, like so meek, but really so smart. <gasps> and then Valerie got told by this meek person, like, you're mean, but this is what I'm going to tell you. 
And then the lesson learned is just because someone is meek and look in the corner that they're nothing and nobody, they don't exist because you put them on a box like, oh, they don't talk, therefore they're dumb. But they're actually are very smart and they become your board of directors basically for your head. And all of a sudden, Valerie is no longer bossy. Valerie is now shining, creating more projects, right? Because of this one meek person. Look, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> I'm putting it out there, people, whoever's watching. You could submit your five-minute video with a lesson learned. Ooh, Valerie, you just gave me an idea. <laughs> Think globally, but act locally. Let me tell you an example. So when McDonald's is in Hawaii, that's that's part of the U.S., okay? When McDonald's is in Hawaii, they actually have spam and rice because the people locally like those food. And so to attract mm -hmm. people from that area, they think globally, but they act locally, right? Same thing in the Philippines. The McDonald's in the Philippines will have rice and chicken because they like rice and chicken, okay? <laughs> but it's McDonald's. They're thinking globally. They're in a global space, but they act locally. You too, as a founder, as an individual, can do that. You can think globally, but still act locally and still grow. Mm -hmm. But anything you do has to come from here. And I love your point saying people like, who are you? You're a nobody in the world. I know, I know I am nobody to your world, but I am somebody to my world. My kids thinks I'm somebody. My family thinks I'm somebody. Some of my friends thinks I'm somebody. You're right. At the end of things, there's 8 billion people. I'm just trying to inspire people to do better for themselves. I'm inspiring people to get their passion out. I'm in influencing people to see yourself in a different light and capacity and bring that, that inner fire within you. And you're like, I can take over the world. I don't have money. How am I going to do this? Money isn't everything, guys. There's people like me that will give you space for free. But I got to see that you are all about heart-centered and not just about the money, 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 and then strumpled all people. Money will come, yes. I like money too. Believe me, I love shopping. Hello? <laughs> Who doesn't? But I will never, ever put profit or money first more than my people. Because people is what makes the world go round. It's their hard work. It's their dedication. It's their belief in you. That you are somebody to be elevated. The moment that you lose that trust and respect. All that money, gone. Because those are the people that are the backbone of your organization. And that is what stepping for leadership to foster team cohesion is all about. Any last minute nugget you would love to tell our listeners and our viewers, Val? Yes, um, I would like to say in our today's world, I want our leaders to rise up. I want you to rise up. I want you to shine. I want you to be the leader that your team needs, your company needs, the world needs. And I want you to be good to yourself as well as the employees. I know we talk about a lot of the leaders and stuff. I want our employees to have autonomy. Feel good about yourself. 
step up also. You have to level up as well. You cannot just look at your leaders to take you where you need to go. You also have to have responsibility to lead your careers. And then you're going to see all that cohesiveness come together. It's going to feel great because now your leader sees you taking responsibility for your careers. So I really want to see our leaders rise up. That's my last thing because we need rise it. Rise up. Yes, it's yes. time to rise up. Hey, Val, wait for me at the um, the room and I'll be right there, okay? Okay. okay. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hopefully you had a fun time. Tomorrow, please tune in again, same time, 9 a.m. YouTube, LinkedIn, or Facebook. For my sister, from another mister, Dr. Tron. She's a pharmacist, but we're not talking about drugs and what not to take tomorrow, okay? We're talking about aligning yourself as business leaders and meditation. How does that help you as a leader, right? Think about that. And if you want to check out Val's LinkedIn, this is Valerie's LinkedIn, guys. Valerie Smith. Okay, that is the name. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for coming in today. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for watching another episode of Level Up Academy today, brought to you by your none other host, Dr. Leland. Please do not forget to hit subscribe or push that notification bell. So anything that we have an activity on at Level Up Academy, you will be the first one to know. If you would like to be a guest in our podcast, both on MP3, audio only, and also here on live in our YouTube channel, please let me know, DM me. Let's connect. Have a fantabulous day. See you tomorrow. Hi everybody. Let's Anna's gonna have her live as well. Okay?